You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. I did consider, you know, starting today with a let's rock, but oh, um, but it's it's not very English, is it? No. It's just like we were saying about a pone. There are things that. Uh, you can say in an American accent that don't really work in a in a British accent, and I've never in my life ever said "Let's rock." No, whenever I've no, gone I, to do something, even in a disco, you wouldn't say that. Um, in if it was British soldiers, it'd be I suppose we better start. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Should we make a move that, then? Yeah, should we make a move? Yeah, that Come would on. be the British version. Yeah, not "Let's rock." Um, I've. Just before you came along, and I was thinking about how I was going to start the podcast today, yeah. I I thought that maybe Vasquez is called Vasquez because of Vasquez Rocks. Oh right, yes, yeah. You know, out in California, the famous you know landscape thing where Star Trek everything was filmed, wasn't it? You know, yeah. Um, do you think then that that Let's Rock is an, another little oh, in right. joke because then could it's be. Vasquez Rocks? Isn't yeah, it? could could well be. I've never thought of that. No, that thought's yeah. only just come to me. Yeah, perhaps it's, perhaps she's called Vasquez because they both had William Shatner playing about on top of them. Oh. Possibly. <laughs> There's a mental image. Yeah. There's a mental image. So yeah, Vasquez today then. Um, the second of the smart gunners. Um, yes. We've already done Drake and he's gone bye bye and uh, so now he is Vasquez. Um, first name Jeanette. Yes, after the actress. After the actress, not a very uh, um, Jeanette Vasquez. They, 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 it don't quite work, does it? No, nah, Jeanette is like your mum's best friend, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a not a badass marine. No, well, this ba- badass marine. See, um, we can't even say that, can we? It no, we can't say right badass. It don't, we've got to yeah. say ass. Badass. Um, yeah, yeah, we were doing this. We were talking about all this. At, we were, on, yeah, with a pwn again. Did you look into Vasquez's backstory, her life I, prior to it? I start, no, normally when we when we do an alien universe character, I'll uh, go on Alien Wiki and read their page just to see, you know, is there anything relevant and that. And I got about two pages of where it was talking about her sister and her thing, and I thought, oh, this is that's a bollocks. Well, let me let, yeah. let, let let me tell you the bollocks so you don't Go have on, to yeah. read it, all right? Because yeah, there's a lot written about Vasquez. <laughs> well, some of it's fan wank, some of it's in in novels. There, there there is a Vasquez novel out right now, and and all this comes from all these different things. It says about Vasquez. Yeah, she had a younger sister named Carmen. That's more more more. That's better than Vasquez, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Jeanette, Carmen. sorry who apparently looked up to her, no doubt in part 
to Vasquez's protective she role in their very relationship. Very short, man. She yeah, up to four her. foot two. Yeah. Um, originally born outside of the United States, her means of entry into the country are unclear. Although it was insinuated by others that she was an illegal immigrant. So, so that's that's sort of telling straight away, isn't it? That you you're born outside the United States. So there's the United States and the rest of the world. Not much changes in the next two hundred no. years, does it? Uh, it says in her youth she was part of a street gang a lifestyle that ultimately led to her committing murder at a young age and being sent to juvenile prison. Oh, this is our hero, is it? Yes, he's our hero. It was there that she met and became close friends with Mark Drake. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. From, uh, from when we did Drake, yeah. Yeah. In 2172, both Vasquez and Drake, who had also been incarcerated for murder, enlisted in the USCM as part of the Service or Jail Act in order to avoid further detention. The so is the Ameri- presumably the American Marine must be different to the UK Marines, because UK Marines is a prestige regiment. You you have to volunteer. They they don't take any old schlub. It's, you're not conscripted because of that or jail time or anything like that. I'm presuming the, the Colonial Marines is different then. Well, 200 years from now, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Any old uh, person can get in. Yeah. The two subsequently passed through boot camp together, requesting assignment to the same unit, and both enlisted in advanced weapons training. They remained incredibly close, earning them the the name The Sweethearts from their smart gun drill instructor, although both denied a romantic relationship. I don't like that where, you know, you have one word said in a film and then you build from that. You know, a poem calls them all sweethearts so yeah these two must be sweethearts but that, I never got the feeling that that was anything other than a sarcastic remark from yeah. a poem well it's the whole assholes and elbows and all yeah. that business isn't it uh, and then it says during her early career Vasquez was cited several times often along with Drake for disorderly conduct although she eventually went on to become a dedicated marine in 2175 she earned a silver national inter-service marine corps rifle competition badge oh that must have been a big badge to fit all that yeah bigger than her yeah and became an active member of the uscm at risk youth outreach program okay in 2177 seeking to help young individuals struggling from the same issues that affected her in her youth these young yeah these young people are struggling with mental health issues and a bad uh, private life let's give them a big machine gun yes Uh, Vasquez eventually obtained the rank of private first class okay and that's what she is in the film that's like that's one above like entry level isn't it yeah you got private and then PFC private first class that's not that's not really something to be proud of is it no no Do, has has your opinion on on Vasquez changed since yeah. we've been doing this show yeah definitely um cuz I, I think like most people when i first watched it you know when it came out in the 80s went to cinema and i thought oh these clone marines are the coolest people ever and I thought Vasquez was oh, such a, you know, oh, badass. Yeah, yeah, she's taking those things. And then as you get older and as you watch it more time, uh, yeah, my, my opinion is that she's an absolutely abysmal soldier. I wouldn't want her in any squad I'm in. Well, it, it is this... I wouldn't want it, to be around her, to be fair. No, well, you can say that about a lot of them. It is yeah. this dirty dozen sort of thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, um, they are the dregs of the USCM. They, they really are the worst. Um, yeah. And Vasquez, I think, especially so, because 
I can't think of any good character like Hudson. He's an arsehole, but he does a few good things. Like he's protective of Newt. I don't think Vasquez would bother with Newt. Well, right from the get go. Yeah, right from the get go. I mean, the first time we properly see her, she's doing the, these, um, you yeah. know, the, the, the these pull ups. Pull ups. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this big close up of her doing it for some reason. I don't know what the big deal is. Why have we got this big lingering shot go, of look, her? Look at this sexy space marine. I think that's all it is. I never thought that. Whereas now watching you're watching, it. you're going, oh, look at the patchy tone of her face makeup. Yeah, Blu-ray yeah. doesn't help this no. uh, and, th- um, this portrayal. When you're when you're sort of browning someone up or even doing fake tan don't show people's armpits that's the worst place the skin there doesn't take colouring very well so when she's doing pull-ups it's like oh okay yeah 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 um, and yeah immediately um, yeah she, she she's not a nice person she asked no. Pharaoh who's Snow White hey Mira who's Snow White she's supposed to be some kind of consultant Apparently, she saw an alien once. Whoopie fucking do. <laughs> hey, I'm impressed. Hey, Vasquez. Have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? <laughs> oh, Vasquez. Ow. It is too bad. <laughs> yeah, she's immediately dismissive of, of anyone except herself, really. Yeah. And possibly Drake. Um, because yeah, she's she's meant to have this playful banter with Hudson during the scene, but it just comes across as there are souls. She yeah, she's dismissive of of uh, Ripley. She's dismissive of Gorman. I mean, she doesn't really say anything about Burke, but I imagine she's dismissive of Burke. Yeah, she really doesn't like anyone that's seen as an authority figure. I can't think of any, apart from Drake, any time she shows any like fondness or no. respect, even even to Hicks, yeah, um, or or even to um, Apone. I don't like the others. You get a feeling they've got a, a, some a grudging respect or an outright respect for Apone, mm. but I don't think she does. I don't know how why she isn't in the glass house. Yeah, why why is this behaviour being tolerated? Yeah. I mean, fair enough. You know, um, Hudson goes, "Hey, have you ever been mistaken for a man?" It's like, "No, have you?" She goes, um, "And um, oh, you're too bad. That cracks Drake up." But we said, "I don't. We don't think Drake's too bright, is he?" No, no, I don't think he's. Um, so he will take that sophisticated humour. And and for saying, you know, you're too bad to her, she slaps him in the face. That's yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Perhaps, um, perhaps it's a different upbringing in uh, East LA, amongst the gangs, in the hood. Um, perhaps it's different. Have but... you ever been slapped in the face as a way of thanks? Um, not, not physically. Metaphorically, mm. I've worked for a few companies that say thanks by slapping you in the face with more overtime or something. But no, not, not physically. I'm trying to. Perhaps we. Perhaps we've led, shel- led sheltered lives. I don't really ever remember being hit by anyone. Oh, I have. Yeah. Um, but uh, but never as a compliment. You know. No. Hmm. No. Yeah. Well done on your homework, uh, Eric. Flat smack. Yeah. 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 So she is very irresponsible. This woman. Yes. Oh, very, very so. Yeah. Yeah. She is the one. If you look, she is the one who puts Drake up to, you know, the whole notion of, you know. Putting 
Bishop's hand over yeah. Hudson's for the knife thing, right? And she's laughing her head off um, as that happens. But like we've said, what if Bishop did slip and like sever you know, yeah. one of H- Hudson's fingers? Yeah, that's him out of duty. And yeah, it's just, it's not, I mean, it, it, it's it's meant to be, like you say, very dirty dozen, very, look at these, they're, they don't play by our rules. They're wild cards. But in real life, you don't want people like that. No. And not in a situation like this. No. You know? So at Gorman's briefing, um, yep. she's there right at the front. And um, you see her, and she does react to Ripley's telling of something being laid inside Kane. She does react to that. Yep. But then, then she replies um, with the whole, um, only need to know one thing. We sat down on LV-426. One of our crew members was brought back on board with something attached to his face, some kind of parasite. We tried to get it off. It wouldn't come off. Later, it seemed to come off by itself and die. Kane seemed fine. We were all having dinner, and um, it must have laid something inside his throat, some sort of embryo. He started... Um, he... Look, man, I only need to know one thing. Where they are. Girl, that's good, girl. Anytime, anywhere. Man. Right, right. Somebody said alien. She thought they said illegal alien and signed up. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Anytime, anywhere. Are you finished? Yeah. This, this bragging thing, you know, and um, yeah, and that again, Hudson comes back with a right, right, you know, um, you know, when she thought, when she heard alien, she thought it was illegal alien and signed up. Yeah, which the 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 Colonial Marine dialogue is is what we would call now um, trailer dialogue, isn't it? Every yeah. line is meant to be in a trailer, so you go, "Oh my God, that's amazing!" But when you put them all together, it becomes tiring. It's not aged at all well. This part of the movie, um, but also this whole thing of where they're playing about with the name Alien, it's too on the nose Mm. I think it's too sort of wink wink nudge nudge fourth wall breaking and I remember feeling that at the time it's like if they're that blase about calling things alien and aliens and you know the Arcturians that it just feels weird for this universe yeah did you read that uh, this is a sly nod um, to Janet Goldstein yes uh, when she went for the job because it was called Aliens, she did think it was a film about illegal aliens living in America. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what that says about the actress, but, but uh, yeah, I, I read that that was uh, one of her sort of stories she said, and then it got written into the film. Yeah. I'm not sure how true that is. Or no, that might just marketing. be an embellishment afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, so we have this banter between them, and Ripley takes her down. You know, Ripley yeah. sorts it out. She's like, I hope you're right, you know. And, well, what's uh, really weird is Ripley's background and her crew on the Nostromo, who are basically uh, civilian space trackers, they have more discipline than this supposedly crack squad. Mm. Crack pop squad, perhaps. But. Crack pop. Yeah. Next time we see her, it's a, I do like this sequence. We said about it with the Drake uh, sequence um, episode where, you know, they're practicing with their smart yeah. guns, yeah. this whole uh, manoeuvre thing. That's cool. It's That's the only, good. Yeah, it's the only professional thing she really does, isn't it? It's a bit of practice. Yeah, there's that. And also she takes point when they reach Hadley's yes, Hope. that's true. Um, 
We've got to mention, as they go into Hadley's Hope, we've got this missing scene of her and Hudson finding the hamster. Yes. Um, which I'm glad isn't in there. That That's not necessary well, I, at all. I don't like the... Because, I mean, it's a, it's a nice little throwaway joke, but it, it raises several questions, doesn't it? Because you think, um, where's the hamster afterwards? Poor thing. But also, it's got that weird speeded up bit yeah. in it. Where, where they speed up to make it a bit more action-packed. I mean, if you've got to speed up the film to make your hamster scene action-packed, they'd probably write to cut it in the first place. Hmm, yeah. Um, she calls Gorman, Gorman a penjo jerk-off. Pendejo jerk-off, pen, pen, yeah. Pendejo jerk-off, when he says he's coming in. Yeah. Um... Do you know what race, that word... I think it's a racial slur. Doesn't it mean it's like white or something in it, or non-Hispanic, or something like that? Right. Because I can't find it. All I can find yeah. is a Punjabi uh, word, which is similar, yeah. which isn't a very nice thing. That, that would have been interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. That shows a little melting part. Um, again, though, this because this is a, a James Cameron's Vietnam movie, and everyone speaks like they're in Vietnam. Yeah. And I'm sort of hoping in 200 years... Perhaps, hopefully, racism's gone a bit. It would be nice gone to think, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, when when she takes point when they go out to the processing station, that's yes. Jeanette Goldstein's first day. That oh, shot of when they first there, and she, yeah, she's got her smart gun again. Um, yeah, and then later on, when you know Gorman, um, you know, tells them to stow their weapons, she's the one who goes against Apone's orders, and she's got. Yeah. refills of whatever that thing is that she It looks like some in. sort of firing pin joint or something, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, certainly not ammunition. But, uh, yeah, she's the one that's carrying a spare. And then, uh, yeah, she put, plugs it in and gives one to uh, Drake. But they've done that in secret, right? Yep. So nobody knows that their guns are still working. So why, right up until the point that it all starts kicking off, are they walking around as if their yep. weapons are still well, armed? I, I thought this from the first watching it. It's like, so they think that the the, the guns are empty, yep. yet they're still sweeping the room with them. Yes. As if, to, and it's like, what point is that? You know, fair enough. If they had a like a flamethrower built in as well, you'd go, okay, that makes sense. But it makes no sense to have someone on point that has no weaponry. So either um, Apo knew, and I don't think he did, or it's just bizarre. But it looks cool. I think that's oh, that, why I think that's the it. thing. Yeah, it makes some lovely shots, and it is yeah. cool. I mean, when I was a teenager watching this, ah, oh, I loved it. It was like I thought this was the cleverest filmmaking ever. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you know, as I say, when it all starts kicking off, it is yep. let's rock. And, let's rock. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which now, we, yeah, which is um, like you say, it's it, it's. Is that something that's said a lot in America? I don't know. Is uh, that a common phrase? I do not know. Um, I, I guess I mean it was a good idea for her to do that because if she and Drake didn't have their smart guns, that would have been it been. Over and done with then and there, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, the aliens would have just grabbed them all, carted them off. Perhaps one or two might have got a bit torched. Mm. But no, that's what was weird. Not not everyone had flame units. No. And when Gorman says, um, 
just use flame flame units. It's like, well, how I many you got? Only about two. Three? Yeah, two um, or three. Tops. Two or three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't see, I mean, it is fantastic, this sequence, when they start, you know, opening fire and all the strobes start going and you've got great music and you've got great sound effects. But because they only had a few suits, you don't see an awful lot of the carnage that Drake and uh, Vasquez are uh, unleashing on the aliens, no. do you? No, it's very, um, compa compared to what you would get now, uh and even compared to that, you, you think there's more going on than there is. There's lots of very blurred shots. There's lots of repeated shots. Yeah, it's not... You don't really see what's happening. I suppose it's good. It, it gives you the same confusion that the uh, that the Marines are facing. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it almost has the smack of a low-budget film to me, this battle section. Because they've got, like, two... They've got, two, like, two... Possibly even the one alien dummy that flies apart and it's the same one every time yes. isn't it? they, they yes. fire and then she cut to that for a couple of frames and then cut away it's like, mm, the same and one of course that that happens when vasquez effectively yeah. kills drake she but, she and here it's like don't you wish that vasquez would have actually perhaps reviewed ripley's tapes yeah um, that's what because, gorman said to do yeah because because she doesn't she seems surprised that they've got acid for blood yeah. It's like, oh dear. Yeah, I guess it's just, you know, an yeah. instinctive reaction. That's her friend, yeah. there's a there's a monster next to him, so kill it and, and but but doing that she kills Drake as well. It reminds me of the uh, ludicrous, utterly ridiculous scene in Peter Jackson's King Kong when they're using uh submachine Tommy submachine guns to uh shoot off bugs off people. Yeah. Yeah, no. not I'm not gonna end well with that. That's not a good film. No, that's fast, really not a terrible. good film. We have to do an effectively speaking yeah, on that. Saying about films that have aged really badly. Yeah, that's one of them. Okay, um, so she screams at Hicks that Drake yeah. is coming. He's all right. Don't you got to wait for him? But um, uh, no, um, off they go. Says Gorman should be dead, and she yeah. goes to slap him across the face, but is stopped by. Hicks. How much of her anger towards Gorman do you think is her projecting she knows her own failure? Yeah, yeah. She's I killed so. Drake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She wants them to go back and get Opone and Deertrick. Yeah. Uh, she says, we don't leave our people behind. Uh, fair enough. And uh, she instead wants to nerve gas the whole nest, yeah. doesn't she? She didn't check whether uh, Drake was alive, though. No. She well, she did see his face melt yeah. off, though, didn't she, um, to be fair? This missing scene of her and uh, Hudson, you know, getting the sentry guns ready. Yeah, and, uh, I quite like that. I like those scenes. And when they're, they're trying, they're patrolling the perimeter and that. I, I quite like all those bits uh, in the what extended I, cut. What never sits well with me in that, yeah, they're good sequences, but... Just how many colonists were were there there? Because those sentry guns are going like mad. Yeah. How many aliens are in that corridor? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, it shows up that there's too many aliens, don't there? Yeah. But also, I always think when watching it, why do they put both guns in the one corridor mm. at the same spot? You've just wasted, like, uh, a field of fire there. Yeah, yeah. Um, she she's instrumental. She helps get the face hugger off of Ripley, yep. and throws it against the cabinet and then shoots it. So she's uh, sh she's been beneficial there. 
Um, she tells Hudson that, uh, sorry, tells Ripley that Hudson may be right about his readings when he starts yeah. getting all these readings. And um, she's instrumental. She welds the door shut. Um, yep. You know when they're barricading themselves in medical. Um, but again, nice. they've they've gone to all that effort, welding the door shut, perimeter guns. But they don't look up and go, "That's a false ceiling." No, they are all a bit dense at this yeah. moment. I do that in like buildings and banks. You know, when you look up and go, "You got a security door, but there's a false ceiling." Yeah. Yeah, it's crack marines. Yeah, but Ripley, it takes a long time for Ripley true, to, yeah. to, to... I mean, Ripley's the one who, who figures it out, but it Perhaps, takes a long time. Yeah. Perhaps suspended ceilings have, like, died out, and this is another new... They've just been reintroduced or something. Oh, they hadn't noticed that there's yeah. actually this thing called a suspended ceiling. Yeah, they've, ne- they've yeah. never been into a little, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it all starts happening. She opens fire. Yep. She's armed with a pulse rifle now. She opens fire and she's giving covering fire as Hicks runs down to that door that Burke has locked. Yeah. Um, and she's opening fire with a pulse rifle, using the grenade launcher as well. A um, lot of destruction, but as you say, it's usually the same alien yes, falling yeah. apart. Um, they go through, she seals the door back up and is the last into the air ducts, um, doing this crouched, walking backwards, yep. still firing. And uh, runs out of ammo, so switches over to that pistol. And um, she's got utterly terrible uh, control of fire as well in this sequence. I was watching it just before we started, and it's like, yeah. And I don't. Again, it might perhaps it's different for US to UK. Like UK, there's there's a, a there was a major reason why we didn't issue. Um, machine guns or submachine guns to our troops because the view was that one aimed bullet was worth 20 mm. fired in, in sort of uh, anger and um, it's sort of true now most almost all um, light machine guns submachine guns have a single single bullet fire and they're mm. designed for that but she's just blasting away at one alien yeah she fires like 30 rounds at one alien that alien she fires yeah. at, you know, which is in the corridor coming towards her, um, I'm always taken yeah. out of it because when you see the shot of it actually <laughs> exploding, yeah, oh, okay. go on. They were doing many things to try and and disguise the fact that you've just got a load of stuntmen in in rubber costumes, yeah. and that that alien is clearly um, hanging hanging vertically down towards the camera because when yeah. the the explosive squibs go off, bits come falling towards the camera. Yeah, Which wouldn't have happened if it was actually, you know, in an air duct with Vasquez right in front of her. Yeah, there's that. They whenever you see the alien in the, the air duct, like when she um, she's looking down and it's running towards her, and yeah, it's right. It, it, it's so obviously not touching the sides. No, it, it it's um, dangling yeah. on a rope. Yeah, and but then an, an alien does drop down on top of her. And yeah. um, you know she she uh, has a tussle with it, puts her foot up against its head, and fires. Yep. You know that's not Janet Goldstein doing that. Uh, it was um, producer Gail Ann Heard. It, it was. I've it seen was. a photo of that. Yeah. Um, this is another example of control your fire, you dozy mare, um, because <laughs> she fires. She shoots into it, and then she shoots into it again. Then she fires like six rounds, and it's only the sixth round that causes it to spur acid. So if she had fired a few rounds into it, like three tops, it should have been fine. Yeah. 
this acid that comes out, yeah. um, surely that sh her, her foot should have dissolved. I know she's yeah. in pain, but her, her, her foot should have fallen off, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it should have been like uh, the Brundlefly when it vomits yeah. over Matey Boy's uh, beardy yeah. guy's leg. It should have yeah. been like that. That's a very good comparison. Yeah, yeah. that's what should have happened. I mean, she's in a lot of pain in that, yeah. you know, and she can't move anymore, and that's when Gorman comes back for her. And, and tries dragging her away, but they're trapped. You've got you've yeah. got an alien either side, and they're both out of ammo. So, um, um, you know, out out he gets his grenade, and uh, yeah, yeah. Her last lines ever was to berate Gorman, say you yeah. always were an asshole, Gorman. He's just he's just he's come, come back, back to for save her. her. She's the one that used up all of ammunition, injured herself, and was incapacitated yeah, yeah but she has a guts yeah I think that sort of sums her up really yeah and it blows her up why as well. blame yourself when you can blame others yeah it gets blown up yeah they, they which that... um, which in itself is a is a crappy thing to do because that's the whole thing that causes the rest of the film to happen yeah that's that's the explosion that yeah. makes Newt fall down into the yeah. water and get captured otherwise yeah. they would have got Newt met Bishop took off phew <laughs> we've got 20 minutes to spare Let's have a fry up. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. She's pretty instrumental in this whole thing going wrong, isn't she? Yep. She causes a nuclear explosion. <laughs> she causes all the other stuff. She causes the Queen, which directly leads to all the deaths of the prisoners uh, on Fury. Yeah. One six one. Got a lot to answer for as Vazzy. Uh, Just as well she's not around. It is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lawsuit awaiting oh. for that woman. Yep. All right. So Vazquez was yep. fitted with a M56 smart gun, yep. with the word "Adios" painted on the right side, forward of the charging handle. Yep. They don't. The smart guns don't appear any more substantial than the pulse rifles in the damage they do, do they? No. They just do it. About them, yeah. They just do it noisily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's not smart. It's not no. subtle what they're doing. They just spray in an area with. Uh, Rapid fire, aren't they? I thought he was going to say, it's not smart, it's not clever, and you'll take someone's eye out. <laughs> um, on her chest plate, she's yes. got the phrase, El Risco Sempe Vive, okay. which, which means the risk always lives. Well, it does if you're around Vasquez, yeah. <laughs> That's quite accurate. And uh, while on the back of her tunics, she's got the word loco. Oh, well, I, I reckon somebody crazy, else wrote yeah. that while yeah, she was asleep. So. And Perhaps you might uh, have been a fan of Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yeah. And uh, on her tank top, she's got... Hey, she's wearing a tank to be... top. Look, yeah. Definitely a fan of Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> yeah. uh, it appears to be an abandoned attempt at drawing a skull oh, right. on her tank top. Um, Jeanette Goldstein actually has yes. got brown hair, freckled white skin and light brown eyes. Um, yes. So, yeah, she had to dye her hair, wear makeup and put in contact lenses. Yes, <clears throat> I've I've seen um, and been involved in quite a few um, discussions on Facebook amongst aliens groups. The the tortuous lengths that fans will go to to say no 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 she's not browned up. It's because of black. She's browned up. Uh, that was what that was just the time it happened in. Just accept it. Just look at any yeah. photo of Jeanette Goldstein yeah. doing a convention appearance and yep. look at that white skin and freckles. Yes. Yeah. And then look at uh, Vasquez. You're putting that down to lighting, are you? Yeah. 
Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I mean, she says herself that she had to go in and they um, basically raised the colour of her skin to match her freckles, wasn't it? So they disappeared and made her brown. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And then I've seen people say that actually she is Hispanic. So she's not. She's not. She's not at all. Janet Goldstein no. is from a Jewish family. Yeah. She's not his Hispanic. Goldstein, the name's... Goldstein, yeah, Janet Goldstein. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a clue. Blimey. And, of course, this won't happen now. No, no. You know, if you want a Hispanic actor, you go out and get a his, uh, Hispanic yeah. character. You go out and get an Hispari- a Hispanic, Hispanic actor. Actor, yeah. I mean, the, it, you know, it's it's hard enough. There's not enough roles for Hispanic people anyway unless they're playing drug dealers and that i mean good roles yeah you wouldn't do it now you would just hire a hispanic actor also you would have saved i think she, had, she was in makeup for like two hours a day weren't she to yeah do this. you would have saved an awful You're lot saving of time all that as well yeah yeah it says that vasquez's appearance and demeanor has caused speculation in regards to her sexuality what yeah what that she's got short hair therefore lesbian yeah are these the same people that also then maintain she's got a romantic relationship with Drake. Yeah. They don't they don't see, you know, what <laughs> what they're no. saying, do they? And Jeanette Goldstein has commented in the past that she considers Vasquez to be an outsider, yeah. saying with Vasquez I never said she was straight or gay because it was her it was nobody's it business. Matter, yeah. Yeah. But this new novel that's come out, a- Aliens Vasquez, oh, uh, yeah. indicates that she was bisexual. Okay. I, what, what does it matter? If you like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, who if cares? Like. I, I don't want to waste brain cells on thinking about that. You know, whatever, it, it's, whatever it's, it's you are, the, alien, the aliens going to do you one, isn't it? Yep, yep. So yeah, Jeanette Goldstein, uh, born yes. 1960, um, and uh, five foot two is her height. Yes, quite a quite a diminutive young lady. She doesn't appear that. Small in the film. I mean, no, the way I the think film it's very well, yeah, very well made. That you think all of the Marines are hulking great people, especially yeah, when they've got their chest armor on and everything. Yes, that makes yeah. them even bigger looking, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, a film I've, I've mentioned before that you don't know anything about, not seen. Uh, Miracle Mile. You've still no, got to see that. that. She's in that, oh, and right. she's she's very good in that as well. Um, I think I know she started up. And I think she's still running it, but she 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 formed her own bra company oh, right. out in California, and I think that's still going. Um, she's got a quite, at least to begin with, a quite cool, prestigious genre tally. Yeah, right. It's it's small. It's only nine. Her, her genre. She's been tally. in some real good classic that's films. What I mean, I mean, she, I, yeah. I mean, listen to this, right? So genre tally, nine. First thing, aliens. Next thing, one of my fa- favourite vampire films of all time, Near oh, Dark. Near Dark, superb. She's good in that as well. Real. Even She's got a though, lot more to do. Yeah, but but the, I love that film dearly. I love that film dearly. But Jeanette Goldstein and Bill Paxton are basically still playing their characters. Her character yes, in true, Near yeah. Dark is the the, yeah. the sassiness of Vasquez. Yeah, I think um, Bill Paxton's. Depending on depending on your view of uh, violence and that, he's he's definitely a cooler character in Near Dark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. finger licking good he yeah. is. Yeah, um, and yet then she was in the pilot for Max Headroom. Oh, right. oh I didn't know that. <laughs> yep, yeah, she's in that. That's something else that's probably not aged well in it. Max Headroom. 
I'd like what to go back in the 80s? And, and, because that was cutting edge. That technology. It was, like, yeah. Old, I bet old, it's not old Matt. Matt yeah. Frew, I love Matt Frew. He's such a oh, what's such a funny guy. Yeah. Um, after that, of course, um, yeah, the foster mother in Terminator yes. Two, and she played the Terminator. Yes, she did because yeah, yeah, yeah the T one thousand impersonates her. Yeah. Your mother is dead, says the Terminator. And she she's a star of a billion unfunny memes. Yes. On Facebook. Yes. From that scene. Um, then she was in Star Trek Generations, yes, wasn't she? Was, yeah. yeah she was. One of the bridge officers, showing an awful lot of freckles there yes. as well. Can I say? Um, and and that's where it kind of like goes off the boil a bit, right? right. Because afterwards we've got Clock Stoppers, which is a comedy. Uh, it says a teenager accidentally activates a machine that enables him to speed up his body so that other people seem to be standing still. So basically turns him into the Flash. Yeah. But the trouble with that is um, it's speeding up his body. I'm presuming that means that he, get, he has a right old laugh for a year then dies of old age. That Yeah, that's the downside of that yeah. that, uh, that ability, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's not, good. not a good ability to have, really. No. Uh, then Medium... TV show called Medium. Oh, I vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, a suburban mum attempts to balance family life with solving mysteries using her special gift. Yeah, it was it was that slew of supernatural rip-offs After the that X-Files, came out, yeah. Yeah, yeah everything, everything had to have a, a paranormal tinge to it. Okay, and then last thing, Star Trek Short Treks. Oh, is that a fan? Things. No, it says a, a series of standalone short films featuring characters and storylines from Star Trek Discovery. Oh, okay, yeah. It, so for for Discovery, uh, for each episode, they would put online a short film, you know, usually about two or three minutes, that they filmed at the same time ah, as right. the episode. So like um, the one that had Harry Mudd in it, there was a little Harry Mudd film in that, so... I wonder what part she played there. I well, don't remember yeah. in any episode, but then ah, Discovery is there's a awful. Yeah, but there's a reason why you don't recognise oh, right. her in any of she it. She can't. <laughs> because twice she played the Enterprise computer. Ah, okay. So yeah. it's just her voice. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Um, Vasquez out of ten as a character. Um, the, this has been the most difficult one to score for me because... I, it, it, it's sort of we have to we have to get away from the fact that as the character is awful mm. and sort of it's the effectiveness of the character does it work for film and so it's really difficult because you know if we was if we were uh, saying about how competent and that she was she would have a very low score but it is a very memorable character yes. and at the time. I, you know, we all thought she was the coolest thing going. I thought all the colonial yeah. marines. Yeah, were I loved them. I thought, cool. oh my god, these, these are like the best troops ever. Yeah, you know, but they're worse than the starship troopers, morons. <laughs> to be fair, um, so it's yeah, it's difficult because because she is an iconic character and it's a beloved oh, character. Absolutely. And it's, but it's not my favourite. I can't. I can't. I, I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go with a seven. Oh, that's what I've got. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that that that's kind of fitting because with her being in Escape Pod number seven, 
the other occupant in uh, Escape Pod 7 is Drake. Oh, that's nice. How sweet. That's worked out well. They're reunited. The sweethearts back together. Yes, yeah. All right, and that's it. Yeah, we've got nothing else to say. No, no other tallies, so we're done for today. All right. Oh. Right, bye-bye, Vasquez. And, yeah, bye-bye, Vasquez. And anyone that loves Vasquez, because I know it, she's a beloved character for a lot of people, yeah. like their favourite Aliens character. Um, I understand why. I understand just my opinion on her has changed. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. All right. So that's that. Um, so we're off to Alien Three. Oh yeah. yeah we're back to Fury One Six One. Not many left. Not many. And and this time I think I mean this recording today is isn't quite forty minutes. I think even though our next character um, has much less screen time. Yeah. Vasquez, I think it's going to be a longer episode because we're going to be finally talking about Golic. Oh, Golic. Oh, yeah. Cool again. Yeah, and of course we'll be having to watch the... Uh, the extended, the yeah. extended otherwise, version. Otherwise it will be a short one. Yeah. Which yeah. one was Golic again? Oh, yeah. That would be what it was on the, the theatrical version. Yeah, and it's going to take a long time, I think, to get through Paul McGann's uh, genre tally as yeah. well oh, God, yeah. these days. Yeah. Yeah, okay, folks, so, yeah, sure. join us then. Um, yeah, me and Ian, we're going to go off and shave our heads and put yeah. some, um, you know, bad dentures in um, to... Uh, I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, I don't know why I said that, yeah. yeah. All right, okay, Ian, okay, nice folks, one. see you next time. Thanks, Ian. Bye. 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 That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>